0: Hello, how are you doing? I hope you're all right. Welcome to the second episode of What's Occurring with me, your host, Late Night Zeno. Today, I've had a very special guest, very good friend of mine. Um, Max Pauly. is a producer and a good one at that. and he's he's here with us today. I just wanted to apologize for the potentially poor audio quality of today's episode. But, you know, I mean, we just made do of what we got at the moment. Now, before we start, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, One Eye Open, one Eye Open streetwear with a difference. Blending UK raving culture in just, into just one place. Whether you're a junglist, garage head, an emo or a punk, this is the brand for you. Built from the ground up in London, One Eye Open aims to break down the barriers between rave scenes and cement our cultures in the future of the UK. 10% of, 10% of all profits will go to the charity Mind and the first drop. Is coming out soon. Follow One Eye Open London on Instagram for info on drop releases. That's at One Eye Open LDN altogether on Instagram. Now let's get this rolling. So, Max, so I was telling the people, a very good friend of mine, yeah you're, you're a producer. To introduce yourself talk about yourself a little bit
1: so i'm basically i pretty much i've been producing for about a year now it was like 2019 november-ish yeah. I Bought fl studio you know because i i was doing um music courses at school right yeah yeah i was yeah. just playing playing electric guitar i never did like grades or anything i just mm-hmm. sort of messed around and then i kind of discovered this kind of whole world of uh, actually you know making music for myself because I,
0: I yeah, yeah before that it
1: was it was just like you know just playing an instrument being in a band or whatever yeah and then I, you know having been able to do everything on the, on a computer it was it was kind of a pretty cool thing to be introduced to
0: yeah no like it there, yeah there's something about like being able to teach yourself how to digitally produce music that's quite uh rewarding
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah so it's 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 honestly it's allowed me to Progress as a you know musician producer so much like to the point where now I'm going on to um study it at university you know, music yeah. production that kind sort of kind of thing. Which so yeah, how much what I've sort enjoyed
0: of, it. what sort of so when you so when you first started making music so when you bought FL and all that like what sort of did you start with a specific genre or did you just kind of see because when I when I first started making music. It's going to sound cringe. But when I first started making music, I originally made Vaporwave, which was like a sub-genre oh, yeah. about eight or nine years ago. Yeah, so I started I started making that, and then I kind of moved towards lo-fi, and then from lo-fi, it's now kind of my own thing. Did you did you start with a certain genre, or did you just see where it went? I, I don't...
1: It's difficult to remember, but I, my first project I ever made was like this weird... Sampled lo fi thing where I just it, it was terrible. I had like white noise that was way too loud, and I just sampled this like jazz piano thing and then just put like a <laughs> yeah. beat on it. Yeah, so I, I had no idea what I was doing, you know. i that's I literally no that's literally every
0: yeah. Yeah that's, literally every yeah, yeah, that's literally every lo fi tutorial on YouTube. It's like, oh yeah, grab some, grab some like 1950s some ambience, jazz song, s- yeah, and then just sample whack, some jazz, like, some and, white noise on that, and then that's what you got, yeah,
1: city drums, yeah, I know but yeah I never really like I didn't like you know buy FL to think right I'm going to become a EDM producer and make like drum and bass and
0: 16 year old producer from Atlanta please check out my beats
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I just went along with the flow I guess um you know obviously now I've been doing loads of genres like I haven't really stuck to one I've been that's good I kind of I find I go through phases like I don't just like you know one day I'll make something and one day I'll make the next but like every like couple of months i'll decide oh i'm, I'm interested in making drill beats now and then yeah. two months later it will be lo-fi and then it'll be drum and bass or something i mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know really i mean I've, I've you know touched a lot of different areas i don't really know if i have anything that i prefer as such
0: i think i think as a i mean whether you're you're anything you're doing to be honest whether you're an, a, an artist or producer singer or whatever i think that if you limit, if you limit yourself to only one genre or, or one concept, then you won't really be able to flourish as an artist yeah. because that will just become stale over time. Do you know what I mean? If you just keep doing the same thing, so I think yeah. being open, like you like you said yourself, where you've just gone with it, I think that's the best way to start off. To be honest, because think that's the thing you don't when you get into something, when you start something, you don't you yourself, even though you might have a rough idea of you know what type of thing you want to make. You don't you don't completely know because you could try you could try a genre, and then it and then it works completely for you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think that as an artist, you know, like for the people who are listening, if if you if you're getting into something new, you should always just keep your, keep all your doors open and don't try. like try and go with every opportunity or project you can because you never know what could come out of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it that's... helps
1: you grow so much. Like exactly being able to do. So yeah. Many, like loads of different genres and stuff, and it helps you like adapt your own kind of sound as well. Yeah, so every, you, everything's a lesson those so many different yeah. things.
0: Yeah, every project you do is a lesson. Like you will learn, even if it's a tiny little thing. Like you learn that you hate you had, you now hate trap beats or something. Like that's that's still a lesson. Like every every project you do will be a lesson, and and yeah. it will it will contribute to making you a better musician over but that go. that's not even just for musicians that's whether you're you could be a, like a fucking painter or something everything you try it will be a lesson so that's really important to just keep your doors open and and just see where yeah. where it takes you but I wanted to ask what what yeah what should what do you think about what do you think about the state of the industry at the moment in your opinion
1: well I think we can expect a a bit of a a boom, really, in um, popularity, especially live music. Because the second everyone's, you know, out of lockdown, they're all ready to go, you know, festivals and yeah, yeah. parties and that kind of thing. I think there's going to be a a fair amount of, um, well, fair amount of money that's going to, you know, go into the industry at that point. It's going to be a lot more, um, uh, you know, like gig- gigging. and Yeah, yeah. It'll be good for the industry because right now, like, you know artists rely so much on live, live performance performances. yeah 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 you know because these the, you know the streaming um you, you you don't get you get paid nothing
0: oh do you know i they saw so, yeah deal. i saw something on instagram the other day that um you know tidal jay-z's streaming platform they they pay they they pay the most they pay artists the most out of all the, all the streaming platforms but mm. they're the they're it's the least used streaming platform like and that that makes that makes no sense spotify pay i think spotify is something like 0.000 something per stream obviously it adds up but like um i know what you're saying you're saying about like you know when people go on tour and they do their live performances and stuff they get money from obviously the ticket sales and then they'll get money from sponsorships and all that but i think that especially for small artists like me and you just street if, if if it becomes like a full-time thing just relying on money from streams isn't enough yeah
1: no it's not it's it's unreliable as well like you could release a song and
0: fluctuates so much yeah, yeah. you know some sometimes yeah. i'll check my spotify thing and I could have i could have 800 streams in one day and then i'll check it the next day and I'll have 40 or 30 like it's just so yeah. it fluctuates so much for and this is this will be for any artist starting out like you'll have days where this this is the this is a weird thing about spotify actually because their algorithm works in a really weird way like it can work in your favor and it and then it can work Like i remember when i first started making music yeah i got like 15 plays and i was like get in but that yeah. those, those 15 plays came from because the algorithm had put my music in some like indonesian playlist or something and so right. there was pe- people in indonesia listening to my music and i was like all right um but the yeah the algorithm work is very weird on Spotify. It can work in your favor, but sometimes you just got to, the, the advice. I would say is just don't don't release music for the sake of releasing it. Do you know what I mean, Max? Like don't don't just spew and throw. Don't don't just. Do you know what I mean? Just don't spew music out for the sake of it. But you should have yeah. gone
1: if you're trying to get like discovered on Spotify. There's like many ways that you can. Um... Do, you know go about that like i mean probably the biggest way is trying to get your songs featured on playlists because yeah you know people will just be put on playlists and listening to new stuff all the time i mean i do that as well you know mm-hmm. so you, you can you can apply for playlists you can you know hit up people do not do end. not
0: this is a very very important point do not do not i will emphasize this so much and i'm pretty sure you agree with me here never do not pay to get put in a playlist. No. Don't 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 ever do that because if your music is good enough to be in a playlist, then you shouldn't have to pay for it. And also, nine and they times
1: guarantee anything. really. Yeah,
0: and and nine times out of ten, it's a scam. I, like yeah. these these they make you pay like sixty quid or something, and then you get put in a playlist, and you get like, and then after after time, the playlist is not even a real playlist. It's just like filled with bots. SoundCloud is oh my god, SoundCloud is that website is absolutely riddled with bots. It's not even funny yeah that no matter that, the dms and stuff i've got from
1: yeah it's like yeah
0: brilliant it's yeah hilarious. that website is that that they need to they need to sort that out that website's absolutely riddled like you're <laughs> i remember i think it was like six months ago or something when i posted because before i released my <clears throat> excuse me i released my album I, you know, you you like drip feed like the songs that you think they're gonna do the best. And I uploaded one of them, and literally within like two seconds of me uploading it, it got liked, and I clicked I looked at the, who liked it, and it was some like Russian account, and it just was a bot. I and mean, that, that's the thing. And you think that SoundCloud is it's not it's not niche anymore. It was niche maybe like six, like five or six years ago, but it's not. It's quite mainstream now. Like there's artists who have gone from like claro she started on SoundCloud, Joji started on SoundCloud. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's not a niche. It's not a niche thing. So they shouldn't, they shouldn't, they should find, they need to tackle that because it really affects, I think it really affects a lot of young, uh, not young artists, small artists. Because they, if they, if they see suddenly, oh, I've got 10 likes on this and then they go and see its bots, not only that's going to unmotivate them, but then that's, uh, they can also, apparently, what I've heard is that if, uh, this goes for Spotify as well, if SoundCloud or Spotify like see that your account has got like botted likes or whatever, then they'll terminate you, even if it's not your own fault. Even if this is just like random things, they'll terminate you. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's just that's just silly to be honest. And and, and the thing is that that's that's not even the artist's fault. Dude. That's bloody SoundCloud letting yeah. Russian bots be on the on the site like completely. Yeah. But like talking about the industry, I think that like you were saying about like the the like festivals and stuff like that is is, is gonna be really good it's gonna boom because everyone has been relying on streaming now i mean you look at what's her name Billie eilish she she just released like a um i mean she probably gets like fucking eight million streams a day but <laughs> she's yeah, she, no, she she, 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 she just re- from yeah <laughs> definitely mate but she just released some like I think it's on like Apple TV or something. She released some documentary or something, but maybe even her, even her, even her, because she's, I mean, of course she's a multimillionaire, but you can even see with her, because she isn't able to perform live, she's probably had to make that documentary to be able to sustain or pay like certain members of her team and that. Yeah. It's, It's actually crazy how much this pandemic has shown that also about how governments don't really care about creative people like you see that thing there was like a petition just to, to um after all the pandemic to allow um you'd have to apply for it obviously but it was like to allow uh, musicians if they were going on tour like the government to pay like a certain percentage of it and the government right. the government just rejected it
1: yeah i mean yeah, there yeah. was that guy that was um just like openly saying you know people with um jobs in the music industry should go and get a real job i just think it's, it's stuff like that you just think well,
0: yeah no and this is the know. thing uh, this 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 another thing that annoys me about the industry is how producers like this is the thing so many bangers uh by artists are not written by that artist not produced by that artist yet that artist gets all the credit i know that's the way it's always been i know it's always been like that but i think yeah. that it should it shouldn't be like that producers yeah. and engineers and all that stuff they should be recognised for it. Like again, Billie Eilish, yeah, half her fucking songs. Like let's be honest, yeah, when her brother's writing them, she probably goes, yeah, slide me in the credits for that, mate. And then that, that's, that's how it goes. Like, and he, I know he's an artist and stuff now, but she gets way more credit for the stuff that he does. And and and, that, and that's just a, that's just an example. But there's even worse examples where absolutely work of art songs have been written and produced by someone by a ghostwriter or whatever, and then the artist who sings it or whatever gets all the credit for it and I think that's so that's just bang out of order it's always
1: happened and it like since the start really you know people writing for other people then being in the yeah yeah spotlight and making all the money and
0: the worst example of that is I think I think it was Elvis and Elvis used to he used to have like a lot of like smaller like Motown artists like black artists they would write his songs or he would he would take songs from them and then just sing them and he'd make millions off them and they would get nothing. Like, and I think that's just yeah. so. That's just so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with fellow artists writing songs for each other and then it gets credited and all that stuff. But I think that, t- especially in today's modern society, I think it's just gone to shit. I mean, what's her name? The catch me catch me outside girl. Yeah, you know what's her name oh, <laughs> on Spotify. Oh, well, um... Oh bad baby, that's it. Bad baby. That's the one. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Her music is at like listen, I don't like to I don't like to put people's music down, but her I'd rather listen to white noise than listen to her music. Her music is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. And I think she has like something like eight million monthly listeners or something. Yeah. So if you if you don't believe me, yeah, go and go and have a listen to her music and then you can make your own mind up. But her music is terrible. And what's that? And bloody, what's her name as well? Lizzo. Jesus Christ, don't even get me started. (laughs) Like, this really just shows... And the thing is as well, I'm going to sound like such a boomer when I'm saying this, yeah, but the, the, like, people younger than us, there's this big thing that's like, you know, like, because TikTok is really good for marketing music now. Yeah. And it seems that, like, if loads of people on TikTok are listening to one song, then these kids who are, like, easily influenced will go and listen to that song. It's like, What's her name? Um, Dixie D'Amelio makes songs, yeah. She oh, doesn't. Yeah. She obviously doesn't write them or produce them. Yet she gets all the credit for it. No. Like that's just. Well, I mean, I
1: think some of the lyric lyricism, I think could have been written by her. I mean, yeah, but it's like it's not exactly. It's um, not great.
0: Yeah, I think there was one that was like, some some days I'm really really sad or something like that. That was that one of the, yeah? Lyrics. <laughs> I remember that. It was like, yeah, whilst you sit in your mansion with blood, bloody TikTok revenue. But one day, I was really,
1: really sad when it went not line.
0: Yeah, that is that is a proper <laughs> lyrical genius, right? There,
1: it's just people jumping into music just to keep their like hype up and keep them in the public eye, you know? Yeah, like a bad baby. She's not a musician, She's she shouldn't even have a famous. she shouldn't,
0: she no, she shouldn't even have she shouldn't be famous in the first place she shouldn't be she she shouldn't have a career full stop because her music she took she taught like this she taught like like (laughs) it's just oh mate it's just she shouldn't have a and then she's getting she's doing collabs with like um big like big rappers like i I can't off the top of my head name them but she's she's done like collaborations with like big rappers and you're, you're thinking how how are these how are these record labels just like P- passing this absolute garbage They're just
1: allowing it yeah. They're
0: just allowing this know. absolute Trash to be produced and made And But then that's the thing And pe- People listen to it I'm not denying that People do listen to it And I just don't understand it I can't understand it
1: Well it's good publicity in it Like it You know it puts them out there more You know uh, yeah. Introduces them to new audiences And grows their You know Their whole like brand You know it's it's entirely Just to help them You know yeah, but I, cra- I don't really understand why these larger artists are going towards, you know, like Dixie D'Amelio. Like, what do you, what do you see in that? I
0: just, yeah, I just, it's crazy. I mean, I'm pretty sure she got famous off the back of her sister, but I don't understand, I don't understand how you go. That. that just shows how just crazy shit is now, because you can go from bloody dancing on TikTok to having a record deal, like yeah. that. That um that, oh, what's her name? That English, like, she's actually really good. I really like her music. or be, 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 whatever her name is. Have you heard of I've her? Heard of her. Yeah. I've heard of her.
1: Yeah, so
0: so she, her song blew up on TikTok. You know that one that's like, don't stay away for too long. Oh, yeah. That one, yeah. So I think she made that song and then that that geezer, oh, this actually links to what we talked about a minute ago. So you know the beat for that song? The, 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 so so. So he basically took that song and sampled it and uh made a beat and then rapped over it. But it actually turns out the rapper. Yeah, the rapper, he didn't make yeah. that beat. Someone else made that beat. Right. And the thing is, let's be honest, when you listen to that song, you're listening to the you're listening to Biabadoobie's part, really. You're not really listening to his rap. So yeah. the song actually blew up because of so so he didn't make that beat. There's a producer, if I can remember his name. Oh God, I I I can't remember his name, but I watched an interview and I heard about it and he was some SoundCloud producer and I checked I checked the SoundCloud, the guy who made it and he's got like 3K followers, yeah? But then I checked Palfu, who's the guy who raps on the song and he's got like bloody 2 million, like so much substantially higher than the guy who actually made the beat. And I think that's yeah. just that's just unfair, man. Yeah
1: producers don't get the credit they deserve i mean sometimes you know producers don't want like all that you know to be in the yeah because they
0: obviously they ba- they they get it i mean i call it shush money because they basically just get paid to be like yeah i'll stay quiet about like all this like but even though they get i know some of them want to be quiet about it but i just still think it's there should be a dynamic or there should be just some leeway for producers especially if a song is proper proper blown up like 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 that 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 song that Um, before it was on TikTok it it had it must have had about 2k plays or something yeah and it proper blew up boy when it went on TikTok like there was every I remember it was a certain point it was at I think it was at the start of the pandemic last year every single video on TikTok it was like one or the other it it was all them cringy like wholesome like couple goal videos it was all that rubbish but they would have they would have that song and then people would Because at the bottom of, you know, on TikTok, at the bottom, when you hear the song, it tells you the song and you click on it and then it will have listen on Spotify or whatever. So that, and what's that's good because that allows that's that let that lets that allows for cross media integration. So it allows that Spotify and TikTok to be like easily linked together. So that's good for small artists who are trying to blow up on TikTok. But this, that song went from like 2K plays to like, I think it's got like over over a million, definitely, no, easily over a million. So TikTok is just, it's, it's, its effect on everything is crazy like the, the music industry um you know i swear that i i, I charlie Demedia, i'm pretty sure she's got she got a role in like like some voice acting role in some like animation film like how can you go from dancing on social media to bloody <clears throat> being in a film or getting a record label like i just can't wrap my head around it
1: oh my god so that that palfu song it's got nine hundred million streams.
0: That's Nine hundred million streams. Yeah, and he didn't even bloody like his. He wrapped The guy, the guy raps like like when you listen to that song, you're listening to Bia Doobie's part. Yeah, let's be let's be honest. Yeah, because she's a great musician. She's very down to earth, and her music's actually really good. So when you're listening to that song, you are mostly listening to the bit that goes down. Stay away. If that you're listening to that bit, yeah, yeah, it's on. And that's another thing. That song is on his profile, not her profile. Yet she, he didn't even write the beat. He bloody wrote like a rap or whatever. But let's be honest, anyone can rhyme syllables and rhyme letters. But And he didn't even make that. So that's got, what was it? 900 million, did you say?
1: 900 mil, yeah. On
0: 900 mil. So that's got 900 mil. I bet you that the guy who made the beat has probably, he probably got like 15% of the, I mean, if Spotify pays, 0.00 something of a of a of a penny or, or a cent. Yeah, so 900 mil that's that's
1: there's definitely easy. something going on that we don't know because it yeah. wasn't on Spotify for a while because yeah, um, see you know but the big, yeah. you can't just upload someone else's work.
0: Yeah. So but what some I'm saying kind that of contract yeah. or something. But I'm but saying he's pro- yeah. well. He's yeah, he's definitely. I mean 900 mil that's easily like I mean I think I've read that 100,000 streams is like a grand or two. Um, or close to a grand, maybe like like maybe like seven hundred. Well, obviously, because the pound on is so it's,
1: it's a lot less. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's like, no, but
0: I'm saying like with all the because obviously that song would have been on all streaming platforms. So I'm saying altogether. together yeah. but I bet you that that producer probably got like fifteen or twenty percent or something.
1: Yeah,
0: and oh, that's just so wrong, man. Like it's just I don't understand it. And there's there's there was there's loads of songs that have blown up on TikTok. There's that other one that was like Backyard Boy or something like that. And then she she that the girl who wrote that one, she got massive off of it. And then there was that other song that was like, Oh, Spy That New Zealand, she's a girl. And uh, what's her name? She did a song with Joji on his new album. Um, um Benny? Ben, Benny, that's it. Her song that was like, I know what fucked up. Um, just that one, yeah. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that Uh, super lonely, super lonely. That's it. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty alright song. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's
1: it's well made, very well made. Yeah,
0: very well produced. It's, 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 it's it's produced in a way that, you know, when you listen, there's certain ways to produce a song that makes it catchy and makes it like you will listen to it and you will like it. So it is a good song. I give. I don't know this, but she, she probably didn't produce that. But uh, um, No, she, yes,
1: she didn't. No, she's not. A yeah,
0: producer. but that's fair enough because she's saying she's got a good voice. She's probably written the lyrics, so that's fair enough to her. Yeah. But my point is, I'm saying that like from TikTok, she has gone on to bloody. I think she performed on Jimmy Kimmel. She she she's doing Glastonbury and and well, she was supposed to do Glastonbury and all that. Like it's it's yeah. it just blows my mind how people can go from people and that's the thing that I doubt I doubt she even. Her, wherever she, because now when you release for a distributor, they put your music on everything. So they put your music yeah. on Instagram, where you know, like the Instagram story thing. Yeah, yeah. So they put your the music on that. You're able to to put it on the Instagram stories or TikTok or, or, or all that. She probably didn't even make a video. Someone else has probably done have used that song, and then someone else probably. saw that saw that yeah. song in that picture, used it, and then blah blah blah, and then she got loads and loads of streams from people going. I mean, even even i remember there was a time you know the song good old fashioned lover boy by queen uh
1: i can't think of it on the top of my head no, well
0: it's a, it was it was a relatively unknown queen song and yeah. i remember like about a year and a half ago i listened to it on spotify and it had it had like i think it had like 1.2 million listens or something and then loads of right. people started using it on TikTok as like a meme way, and then I checked back like a year later when I'd seen it on TikTok, and it had like it had, had like thirty million or something. Like it had substantially higher than it had before. So like, right. I just think that TikTok now is is its impact on the music industry is vital. Like yeah, and I think that you know if that was taken out of the picture, I mean it'd be weird to see how how we'd how'd we'd go without it.
1: All it takes is one, you know, one viral video with that audio and then that that's it. They kind of take off from there.
0: Yeah, no, they, I mean, this is what my mates have been saying to me. They've been saying, oh, yeah, you need to, you know, you need to um, make a video on TikTok with your song. And because if that, he, they say to me, like, oh, you, your songs would, this is the kind of shit that people listen to that blows up. But I think that the TikTok algorithm works in a certain way for certain people um, mm. because, I've po- I've tried it. I've posted videos of my songs before, and they'll get and they will get like one thousand views or something, maybe a couple of likes. But then s- s- videos on my for you page will come up with literally of like a girl staring into a screen, into the screen, or like a boy staring into the screen. And it's got like two point mm-hmm. nine million likes. So yeah. I-, I just can't be bothered with that to be honest. Now the algorithm
1: is really unpredictable.
0: It's very unpredictable. Very yeah. So. so and that that's just effort. I I would rather. I mean, and. This is this is a big thing. The one of the biggest changes for me as an artist was being put in. I will emphasize this to any artist listening to. Yeah, pitch your songs to Spotify editorial playlists and make your yeah. make it make it good. Don't rush it pitch your songs to the playlist. Yeah. Definitely. Before I, before I got put, I got put in, uh, two edits. Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. Two editorial playlists. One was lo-fi and then one was lo-fi indie. And the lo-fi indie one had like Claro Beabadoobee, girl in red and all that's girl in red and all that in it. But pit- so I pitched my song to that and I didn't actually expect it to get in, but it did get in. And then my streams, my streams went from about 50 streams a day to like two thousand streams a day. I mean, my hmm. song that got put in that playlist just the way it is. That song when it when it when it first released, because what happen, what happens with the editorials is the song probably it, it comes out for a day and then it gets stuck on a playlist. And when the first the song first came out, I think it got like four hundred plays or something on on the first day without the playlist. And then I checked the next day, and it, and it had it had like six thousand streams. And I was like, "What is going on here, mate?" And then I right. saw that I'd been put in the playlist. So Spotify playlists are so important. Do not, yeah. yeah, like you shouldn't rush the pitch. I think what they look for is don't write a don't write a bible. Like, be, I mean, I get as a songwriter, you know, like you, Max, you'll probably understand So when you make a song, after time, you don't have you have a rough idea of what it's about. But like when you're writing lyrics and stuff, sometimes you just write absolute waffle, like, yeah. I mean, look at just Noel. For the sake of yeah, like, I mean, look at Noel Gallagher's lyrics. Slowly walking down the hall, faster than the cannonball. That that sentence, that phrase, literally contradicts itself. Like that, and he, I think he even said that. Say his lyrics mean nothing. But yeah. even if even this is what I'll say to people that even if your lyrics do mean nothing, yeah, just just make some just make something up. Like, so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's no way there's no way they're gonna turn around and go, "That's not what happened." You didn't think of that when you're writing. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. just just try and sound interesting. Try and give. The song, a deeper meaning that will because the thing is, what makes a song what so obviously a song sounding good makes it get streams, but then if the artist is attractive to people, that will get it streams as well, and then if the song has a deeper meaning, that will get even more streams because then people will look up the mean and then they'll go to their mates. Oh, did you have you heard this song? Did you know that when it says this, it actually means this? And that's what I think Spotify want for their editorial playlists because when you pitch. Yeah. When you pitch, it asks you for uh, genre, then subgenres, and then so it asks you for genre and then mood, and then the instruments you used, and then I think it's got like seven hundred characters and tells you uh, it asks you to write down um, it asks you to write down how you made the song, why you made the song, what it's about, and then like how you plan to like market it and stuff. So I'd say if you if you have an opportunity to pitch to Spotify, do it. But don't rush your pitch, make it good because it'll pay off. Trust me. I mean, just the way it is as of today, it's I think it's at 70 something, seven it's over 70,000 streams. And that is literally because of that's because of Spotify putting my music yeah. into the playlist. And I'm grateful for that. I'll always be grateful for that. So just pitch pitching is so important. I mean, Max, you ain't got any of your stuff on on any streaming services yet, have you?
1: No, I haven't really said anything like publicly yet, to be honest. I don't even have like a proper public sort of figure you know i need i'm I, I do plan on having that in the future at some point but uh, right now i'm just like not ready you know I'm yeah still no of course on music still developing my um my sound and and then that's okay to be honest like you know just wait oh
0: you yeah yeah wait, and, wait till the time's yeah, right yeah. for you don't worry about other people wait wait till the time's right for you yeah. because then you'll be the best that you can be yeah. when you release them i mean um you you've just mostly been producing beats for other people haven't you like because you're quite versatile as a producer you can you can like you can accommodate to quite a different couple of genres can't you
1: yeah definitely i've done
0: like
1: i've done mostly hip-hop because the demand for hip-hop beats is like so much you know further above anything yeah. else but i've done like uh, indie tracks i've done electronic music for rappers as well like it i've done quite a lot to be fair um and you know even if it doesn't end up on spotify it's still an experience for me you know exactly that's
0: that's what it's all about mate it's just getting getting as much as you can under your belt because
1: yeah
0: it is a lesson and you know if you make bloody if you make a drill beat for this fella like then you've learned something about that genre you've learned what works for that when you're making that beat that drill beat or whatever it is you've learned what works in that genre and what doesn't and you wouldn't know that unless you did that do you know what i mean yeah and i think there's also
1: connections as well and oh like oh the mate. More people you know the, that is over, that is so whole true world of of you know opportunities that you can take and yeah
0: i mean i'm not calling Billie eilish an industry plant but she got signed to Interscope Records when she was fourteen, and she had one song out. That, that's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. if we want to emphasize the importance Who of, conne- know? yeah, if if we're gonna <laughs> em- em- emphasize the importance of connections, just take that into consideration. And yeah. connections are so important. Like, oh, can't emphasize that enough because if you don't know
1: anyone, you never
0: get anywhere. Exactly. You new. you could you could be making. I've seen videos on YouTube of. Uh, I saw this guy, you know, Baka Mitae, the song, yeah? This Asian guy was playing it on guitar, and he was playing the acoustic version and the normal version, like, both at the same time. He had, like, somehow work the, the chords around together to work as one song on the guitar, and he was, like, tapping down the bottom of the guitar, and it was so sick, and it had, like, it was literally, like, one of the greatest guitar things I've ever seen. And it was, like, mm. and it had, like, 200 views and, like, one comment. Yeah. So, and you know stuff like that if that's the thing. if you have connections that you're able to promote your stuff with, so he could have this fellow who have done this if he had the connections to promote that video, then it would probably blow up. I mean you know, they always they always say that like if you have talent, people will discover it that that's partially true, but in this day and age, I think it's becoming less um, what's the word like less. Uh, like the probability of that happening is less you kind of need to build your connections more than ever now do you know what i mean yeah definitely i mean i've got
1: like i have contacts in such strange places of the music industry that um you know i've just come from talking to people on instagram and discord and just like put myself out there i guess like i have yeah. technically i have connections up to like you know, the top of Afrobeat and I've got connections into trap metal that go all the way up to artists like, um, Scar Lord and yeah, you, you know, it, it's all about connections. You're going to, you're going to, um, you know, you go, it, it, it helps a lot.
0: Yeah if you don't and if you don't if you don't put yourself out there and try and build those bridges and build those connections. I mean yeah. I know I know it'd be scary at first but you, you're just not going to get anywhere. You gotta you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to show people what you got got to show people what you're made of because if you don't how how how, how are people gonna know if you don't do you know what I mean like you have to yeah you have to do that. And I mean just be just be and that's another thing. I mean I know some artists like to build a persona but I mean look at David Bowie he he had like six different personas you know his song his song the man who sold the world is about how his personas were like affected him and like how he didn't feel like he was actually his own personality he wasn't sure which was his real personality so I would say that like when you I mean like I was saying just a second ago some people like to build a persona when they're being an artist but I think the easiest way because obviously that persona will eventually break down and it will come out that yeah. it's just a persona. I think if you want to make your life easier and just be able to focus on your music, having having a good, I mean, fair play to her, Billie Eilish, her her brand identity is so is so clever, is unbelievable. It's so, just, I mean, fair play to her because the, her it, brand yeah, image is, is absolute. Really she appealed to that demographic of like, edgy 15 year olds and all that and you know, fair play to her. I mean, like that, who, who I mean, whether that's her genuine personality or not, it probably is, but in the case that it's not, whoever came up with that is a genius. But then if it's not, that's yeah. fair play, fair play to her because that brand identity is absolutely flawless. I mean most of most people listen to Billie Eilish because it's Billie Eilish, not because of how the music sounds. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. She's at that point now with her fame that, like, it's not just, you know, fake, depressed 15-year-old girls yeah. music. It's like she's she's moved on. She's, on she's actually, star. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's actually got uh, a figure. Like, she's actually got, she's actually a figure in the music industry now. She is, everyone knows who, unless you live in Under A Rock, everyone knows who Billie Eilish is. Like, yeah. and everyone knows she's got a big dyed green hair and her big long nails and her big baggy clothes and all that like that whole (laughs) crafting I mean at an early stage of your music career I'd say building brand identity is not as it's slightly important but I think that get what knowing finding your way in what you like to make and stuff that's more important first I'd say and then when you start building your connections with people, that's when you can start like kind of drip feeding your brand identity and your, your real persona or your fake persona, depending on what you want to do. But I'd say when you start, just focus on the, just focus on your music and what you're making.
1: Find your own sound. Cause you're never going to get anywhere, you know, copying other people. Yeah, like, exactly. The amount of uh, clones of popular artists there are, it's insane but they're never going to get anywhere because there's already someone that's done what they're they're trying to do. You know, yeah. they need to innovate more and that, that's how they'll, you know, grow and that's how they'll, well, essentially become, you know, proper musicians, really. Yeah,
0: and they, you won't prosper unless you find your own sound. Everyone has their own sound. Like, if you just regurgitate and copy from other artists, like I mean, when Lo-Fi Hip Hop first came out, there was quite diversity in the beats, but now every every... I'm not gonna lie to you as much as i love the genre i mean a lot of it sounds the same now
1: yeah they're so manufactured these days oh. they're just pumping them out and
0: yeah like bloody...
1: maximize profits and yeah they're all
0: just for the like the, the youtube live streams now because they get like a they get like two million viewers on the live streams and then that makes ad revenue and everything skyrocket yeah it's like those sort those sort of things it's not really about the music anymore it's about money Hmm. But I think that just goes. It's a
1: bad. It's a bad thing to have, like, to be motivated by money. You know, you shouldn't yeah. be uploading to Spotify just because the potential to earn. You know, just from making generic music. You know, you should do it for the passion, really.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of uh, small artists, uh, they get concerned about streams. Like, you know, when you first release a song and you don't get, don't don't worry about streams, man. Like your time, your time will come when you yeah. start getting loads of streams do you know what i mean like if you take it take, take it this way when you release a song on spotify yeah if you whether you live in london whether you live in spain or bloody afghanistan yet yeah, no one knows who you are unless you've got an established identity so if you drop a song on spotify unless it's been put in a big playlist the algorithm won't initially pick you up
1: you're not getting discovered no
0: yeah and that's that's not that's not like malicious. That's just, I mean, that's just the way it is. Like, mm. you have to wait. Don't get this. Don't get discouraged by streams. Uh, that's the biggest point I'll emphasize. I used to get discouraged by streams all the time. I used to go, oh, this this song's only getting this, a man. Oh, I should just stop. Don't. I cannot emphasize that further. Don't. Do not get discouraged by streams. Streams mean nothing. They will be important someday, but if you're just getting on your feet, they don't mean anything
1: just Keep growing, you know, they'll come, they will do come eventually. Like, there's a yeah. um, guy, what's his name, uh, Russ, who he uploaded, he made himself write a song and upload it. Um, and he, upload, he uploaded a song every single week on Spotify. You know, in the first month, he'd make like I don't know, a uh, hundred quid, then the next month, it was 500, a uh, month after that, a grand, a month after that, five grand, and he just kept growing and improving. And you know, as uh, over time, he's, he's now like one of the biggest artists, One like one, yeah, he's a huge artist on on yeah. Spotify. You know, he's, he gets millions of streams.
0: Now I'm pretty sure he's grown that from yeah. nothing. I'm pretty sure Lil ex X started on SoundCloud as well. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Old Town Road. I think he might have done, and then I think he got picked up by um, picked up by TikTok. TikTok, and he made the re- the remix with his name, Miley Cyrus's dad. Um, and that, then, obviously, that that's that took off from there. But he, yeah, he yeah. started. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure he started off on SoundCloud. I know there's a theory that he's an industry plant, but people are going to say that about everything. When an artist, when an artist comes out of nowhere, that's going to be that's going to be suspected. You know what I mean? I mean, if yeah. you look at if you look at um, claro, again, not saying she's an industry plant. Anything is possible in this world. Yeah. So she she she. She got famous off the pretty girl video, you know, the one on YouTube. But then there's there's people online fear, I think it's a lot of it is quite sexist because they're trying to put forward that, oh, there's a man behind her success, which I think a lot of it is quite sexist and like just incels being incels on the internet. Yeah. But there's a theory, because her dad is her or her dad was uh Jeff Jeff Catrill, who was the lead marketing executive at converse and coca-cola and he actually established coca-cola uh, not coca-cola converse's record label so there was a whole theory about how oh she must have got famous because of him and all that but i don't i i think that she probably if i had to give my take on it i don't think she's an industry plant but i think that she she wouldn't have had to potentially go through a lot of the conventional struggles that normal artists go for. So, you know, because her dad had connections, maybe she was able to have masterers and producers and all that off at hand. You know what I mean? Because if you listen to Pretty Girl, that's quite a polished track. I know she made it herself. I know she produced it herself, but, and then even past that, when when she released that EP, a lot of them tracks are pretty polished. So she mm-hmm. probably got a little bit of help. I'm not saying that she's a plant. I'm not saying her dad is the reason for her being big. But she probably got a little bit of help. But again, a lot of the people online are just people who are sexist and incels want to say, oh, there's a man behind her uh, success. But just, just that example, Claro, again, just proves how important connections are and how making connections yeah. are important. Like, she is now, I think she's signed to... If I remember properly, she signed to the Fader label. I'm pretty sure, which is a subsidiary of some of some big some some other group. But she's right. she's playing she plays like Red in and everything. I mean, I saw her. When did I see her? I saw her not last December, the December before, and she was actually really good. Yeah. Which that's again, you know, I'm going for a bit of tangent here, But her herself, she just proves how important connections are. And if you don't put your if you don't put yourself out there, then you know I mean, you know would you would you expect bloody a hundred million streams to come and find you? It's not it's not gonna happen. It's and there's gonna always happen.
1: gonna be people that you know have a head start when they start out with music, you know.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing if wrong your with that. dad has
1: those connections. There's nothing wrong with that. No, because you can. Yeah, you know, there's nothing that they can do. You can't really. It's just
0: the people who like, lie about it. The people who it's obvious and they lie about it. Just if you've yeah. got connections, mate, then that's fine. You know. Fair play. I wish I had connections, but I don't. You know, I don't yeah. have a mu- I don't have a musical background at all. I don't have any connections. I've I've got a you know and I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that. You know, it is what it is. You just gotta put you just gotta make your own way, you know. Everyone's different, everyone's situation's different. You know, you yeah. might have a musical background, you might not. There's no shame in, in either of them. Just be on it, just be honest with your fans and be honest with just people. Like there's no point lying about it because it it'd just be obvious eventually. Yeah and i think that just you know and saying reiterating my point before don't get don't get discouraged by streams because they they're just numbers man you know don't find what makes you happy you know even i mean when i first started making music when i so i started making music in must have been about 2015 maybe 2014 mm-hmm. and <laughs> I literally used to grab like '80s song, like soul songs or like um, R&B songs. So I remember I'm uh, Phil Collins, "Another Day in Paradise." Yeah, I took that song, I slowed it down, and then I put it on SoundCloud. That was vaporwave. That was my idea of making a song. That was the first song I ever made. I can't remember what I called. I can't remember what I called it. I think it's actually still on my SoundCloud. I should probably take it down before I get absolutely destroyed by record label. Yeah. Before I get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> you might want to do that. Yeah. But that was the first ever song I made, and it was shit. It was terrible, but you know, I got a little bit of dopamine out of it. I thought, oh, I like that. I liked, I I like, I actually enjoyed doing that. And then from that, I moved on to making lo fi, which was I did what you said you did, where you just grabbed some Bill Evans or like. Um, Miles Davis sample off off of, of YouTube, and then you chop it up a little bit and throw some drums on there. Again, absolutely horrendous. Yeah. You you, I'll say this to the people listening: you will yeah. never ever find The album. I made the original album. I'm not going to tell you the name, but I made sh- <laughs> I made sure it, it was so bad. I made sure it's been completely wiped from ex- the existence on the internet. Mm-hmm. So if you find it, then you have some superpowers because I've absolutely I've fanos clicked it out of existence so if you find that then I have no words but then I made that and then that was that was shit that's gone and then I made my first EP which was called Alpha and Omega and that one was weird because when I made that I was at a point where I wasn't I was I started writing song lyrics but I was making you know like when 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 you make a song, I mean, when we were making that song before, you know, when we came to the conclusion that it's 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 quite hard to write lyrics for it and for someone to sing over it. Yeah. Like some songs are made to be instrumentals, and a lot of them songs on Alpha and Omega were. I think there's one song that has lyrics because it's a rap one, but the rest right. rest of them are all instrumentals. So I just kept I kept making instrumentals, and then I, I took a hiatus because again you know i was saying this this is the mindset I had I was getting I was getting discouraged by the streams you know not getting enough streams I was kind of like fuck this you know like what's the point what should I do Mm. what's the point of doing it anymore so I took a high excuse me I took a hiatus for a while and then lockdown came and I was sitting there thinking to myself you know I spoke about this in the previous episode how at the start of lockdown it was literally like a limbo of existence you know you'd wake up you'd do, you'd have some cereal, sit at your desk for 12 hours and then go to sleep, and then it would just repeat. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure, Max, you, that probably, that's what your original lockdown was like.
1: It's the same for most people, really. You know, just kind of existing.
0: Yeah, so I was sat down and I thought to myself, because I had made, before I took the hiatus, so I, I, I'd, I'd come up with the idea for the album to be called, not album, EP, to be called Revelations. And I'd, I'd come up with two concept arts for the album one art. Was, one was some weird one which had, like, flowers and shit on it. And then the other one was the one that it is today with the elephant things. Oh, actually, I, I might as well say the story behind this. That picture of the two elephant carton things are my little brother and sister made them. And I saw them in, in my kitchen in my house, and I just thought there was something about them that was, like, kind of, like, melancholic and, like, a bit abstract, so I thought you know I'm not a big artsy person but like but by just looking at them that I got that interpretation and that feeling myself so I thought you know might as well so I banged them two in a folder that that, those two concepts and I just left them and then it got to lockdown and I was sitting thinking to myself this was about two or three months in I was like should I pick this stuff up again and I did and I did you know I'd, and then I started making things started making songs started writing dropped that album that album did f- did fairly well you know my song straight face that 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 got fairly amount of view nothing compared to what just the way it is has, has gotten but yeah you know it did fairly well that was all right. I was pretty pleased with that and then I made and then I made just the way it is with triple six and front room club well, Poppy is her name. She's the vocalist. We, we have made this, we all made the song together. And then right. that got put in the Spotify playlist. And then that's where now everything has kind of gone up from there. You know, I'm not massive. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm massive at all. You know, I'm still pretty, I'm no. tiny, but yeah. So that basically, if I had to say something that has changed my music career thus far, it's probably the playlist. Cause that, Definitely. that just, that just changed the game that, you know, in lockdown i was making music because i had the idea in my head that i'm wasting time that i need to do something whereas when i got put in that playlist and i started getting like 800 to 1000 streams a day i thought hang about people are actually like this people actually enjoy this so that yeah that completely changed my mindset changed my motivation and so now when I'm sad, happy, whatever, I mean, before I used writing as and making music as a coping mechanism, but now it's even. I use it even more. You know, if I'm feeling any emotion, I'll write something down, write a little lyric. I'll think of, I'll be on the train to work or I'll be on the train to, sc- well, obviously, before lockdown, train to school. And yeah. I, I whip up the iPhone notes and I just write out whatever was on my mind. And even if it's shit, like, you know, you can mix and match different pieces from different. I mean, I'm sure you when you're making, when you're producing your songs, there's probably bits that you think are shit, but then there's bits that you use from that one and put it into another project.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I'll make a I'll make an instrumental or something and I'll spend like two hours on it and then I'll just delete the project. You know, I, I won't even save it because you you know when something, you know, sounds good, you know, you know when it's going somewhere, but sometimes yeah. you don't get that, you know, it's it's not as consistent as you'd like it to be and I don't really think it comes with practice either it's just it's just something that happens you know not every song you make is going to be a hit it's yeah, not going to you know be be as good as one you've made previously i mean obviously you just keep working on it so you can try and you know top that song that you made that went it you know, did well
0: yeah exactly like not that's what you said just then was was can't emphasize that further not not every song you make is going to be a hit you know you could, make, you could make today's version of what's a popular song in the 90s? Wonderwall. You could make today's Wonderwall, yeah, but because, because you have no connections, because of just the way the industry stands at the moment, your song won't get recognised. But you don't have it in your mind that because you've put something on Spotify, it's going to get streams, or because you've made a TikTok with your song, it's going to get loads of streams and people are going to like it. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone, everything fluctuates and changes. You know what I mean? Like everyone's tastes are changing, you know, I mean, well, like we were saying before, people listen to Bad Baby. So that just shows how, (laughs) how diversified people's tastes are. So don't have it in your mind that every single song you're going to make is a hit and that, and that people are going to like it. You know, you just got to, if you think what you've made is good, then my advice to you would be release it. Because if you've got the confidence in yourself, then that, that's all it that's all you need. Don't be overconfident. Don't be arrogant. Don't be don't be an idiot. But if you have the confidence in you, having confidence in your own music is better than having no confidence. I mean, yeah. the amount of scrap I have a whole. I have about of a I have about a, an album of a half an album and a half of stuff I scrapped from my original EP that is just sitting there and I'll probably never go there again. And that is because I had, you know, lack of confidence. And I think that especially for young artists, you know, like a lot of, you know, parents and stuff, they don't they don't really understand, you know, if you go, oh, I made this song, Dad, and it got 500 streams on Spotify. I mean, if your parents are a certain age, they're not going to know what that means. Yeah, so sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes in life you got to have faith in yourself. Yeah. I mean, you uh, can ask other people
1: as well before you release, you know, just go up to like friends and family, just say, you know, what what do you think of this? What do you think? Yeah. What can I improve on? You know, just get some you know, general feel of how other people feel about the song, if you're not sure.
0: Yeah. Or you know, well, Discord, Discord. Discord, I will say, besides all the grooming memes and all that stuff about Discord, it's actually yeah. very, very good for musicians i mean yeah in, me and definitely. max me and max actually first linked up on discord you know and yeah and discord is actually really good is actually really good for making connections you know if you want to find if you want if there's a website called is it Discord? board this yeah so if you go on there and just type in keywords like producers whatever you are if you're an instrumentalist vocalist engine sound engineer master or whatever you just type a keyword in and then bang it into the search bar and then all all different servers will come up and then if you make connections with people in that and you know like like max was saying about how just asking friends and stuff just find you know you're gonna find dickheads on discord you know just like real life you're gonna there'll be dickheads everywhere but you will find a couple of people who are actually nice and if you send them your song they'll actually give you a good opinion on it and don't don't take every criticism as necessary, as a negative, you know, that's the whole point about criticism, constructive criticism. They're, mm. people are, they're only saying things because they want you to make, be better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So don't, when someone, if you send your song to someone and they say, you know, even you, Max, when I've sent you lyrics and stuff before and I've asked you to tell me what you think, you say, this is my opinion and, you know, and then we work on it from there. Like,
1: There's no point in lying because you'll never improve
0: exactly you know you, you know to stay,
1: yeah just to tell the truth really and just you know if, if something's you know needs working on you, you say it you know? nothing
0: nothing's going to be perfect ever is it but you just if you no. keep working on it and work on the feedback that people have given you don't be an arrogant fool and go this person don't know what they're talking about because out, you need an outside perspective when you're making some when you're you're making music you're not making it for you in it do you know i mean you're not making making it for for people you're making it for other people you're not making it for you so if someone else other another person is telling you they don't like this about it or they think that this certain element could be better you should bloody listen to what they're saying because that is your demographic they're your audience audience. exactly i mean i know it could be your mate or whatever but that is who you're making the music for. So don't be an idiot and not listen to what they're saying because that will just be to your own detriment and you'd be a fool. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just, just, just reach out. I mean, what I've emphasised the most in this episode is that make your connections, learn to have confidence and faith in yourself and just don't try and force things, you know. Your time, your time will come yeah no matter what you are whether you're a artist a drawer a sketcher a musician producer master sound engineer whatever you are don't matter your time will come no matter what you're doing your time will come if it's meant to happen it'll happen
1: just keep working at it you know improve your craft you know consistency and you you will grow it may not seem like it at the start you know if you've uploaded a song you've only got like Fifty plays, you know. Make another one, improve, upload the next one. It will get more. It might get less. Exactly. You'll still, you know, you'll see a, an incline, a gradual mm-hmm. incline. You know, the more exactly,
0: you that's what it's post. about, mate. Well, I think I think we'll wrap this one up here. You know, Max, is there any social media that you want to plug? Beats by Magjo, is it? If I remember correctly,
1: <laughs> yeah. Beats by Magjo on Instagram. Hit me up if you uh, <laughs> need anything
0: yeah so just 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 hit him up on spotify i'm um, not spotify sorry instagram if you want to speak to him you know he makes beats he's quite good and sorry no he's quite good he's very good actually if i'm being honest with you <laughs> thank you thank you but <laughs> thank you max for coming on my show you know uh thank hopefully you hopefully a couple of people will listen to what we have to say <laughs> yeah <our two laughs> listeners. yeah thanks thanks for <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming on mate and you listener if you're listening thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode